Hi, I have a moral dilemma and I don't know, I don't know what to do. So my ex-husband is very sick. He's, I reached out to him today to see how he was doing. Um, and he said that he has a 52% chance of surviving the next few months. Like, he is not in good shape. He's making arrangements for, for the possibility of him not surviving. I have had sole custody of our son pretty much since the end of September because the Child Protective Services has been investigating my ex-husband and his wife for um, threats of violence against our son. And uh, because of the health issues and everything, my ex-husband said, you know what, just keep him. You know, we don't need to go through this right now. We've got enough on our plate. And it's like, okay, okay. So I've, I've had, had our son all to myself and it's, it's been, well, I mean, there have been moments where it's been great. There have been moments where it's like, wow, I kind of need a break, you know, just a, just in a weekend, one weekend where I could chill out. Um, and, and unwind and, and have just, you know, one of those self-care evenings and, but, you know, having my son around all the time, well, I mean, he and I get along great. He's fun. We talk about everything. We play games. We we have a good relationship, and so it's 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 been good. It's been challenging, but you know that's part of being a parent. Well, because of. My ex-husband's health, he's now thinking about the end of his days and, and I mean, okay, so quick tangent, because that's what I do, maybe not so quick tangents, um, the, this is Diabetes Awareness Month and my ex-husband is not yet 35. And he is on death's door 
because of unmanaged diabetes for many, many, many years. So if you <laughs> like all that sugary food, if you like, I mean, some people, it's not even a sugary food thing. It's just a, I know jack shit about diabetes, to be honest. I, I know what you should and shouldn't eat. And, but I'm just saying, go get yourself checked out. And the reason why it has been unmanaged is because he has not been able to afford um, health care. He's not been able to afford to go to a doctor. Okay, granted, it didn't help how, you know, his diet, but, uh, like, they could have caught it and perhaps intervened long before he went into kidney failure, but just take care of yourselves, please. So I am faced with the, the prospect. My son doesn't want to be around my ex-husband. I don't, I don't blame him after what he's been through. I, I don't. I went through similar things with my mother. And I'll tell you, that's like the last person I want to see. I just, I want nothing to do with her. I'm not angry at her anymore. My son is still very angry, but like, I just don't, I just don't want that in my life. And so I, I get where my son's coming from. I don't want to have to force him to deal with this. He's still a child, but this is something that he has to deal with. This is, this is the hand he's been dealt. And, um, I, I don't know how to guide him here. I did. I mean, if someone called me and told me that my mom was dying, I'd probably go see her once, say, hey, look, I forgive you. You and I just were not compatible as relatives, but, you know, I, I hope you find peace in the afterlife. So, like, but my son is kind of too, he's too young and immature to think that way. And I don't want, I don't want to force him to, to make up with his dad because I really do believe that people should have, they, they should be able to decide on rules of engagement and if those rules of engagement are violated then you know people should be able to say well I don't want to have anything to do with you and yes that includes blood relatives but you know this is one of those things that if he does not take the time to you know really stand up for himself hey I didn't like what you guys did I don't feel comfortable being here I don't want to be here you know and unless he has the time to say that and and do so with compassion like hey I understand what you're going through and I'm sorry I, I that has to be scary but you know unless unless 
he's given the opportunity to do that with with compassion i'm afraid that he will have regrets later on in life you know like because when someone's gone you don't get a second chance but i'm also dealing with an even bigger quandary and For many years after my ex-husband and I parted ways, I had a decent relationship with my ex-husband's parents. You know, I, my ex-husband had a terrible relationship with them and um, that has prevented them from speaking to one another for four years I mean it's been a very long time and when I found out that my ex-husband was going through this I asked my ex-husband if he wanted me to give his parents a heads up and you know at that point in time my ex-husband was very optimistic about his chance of survival like he was he was sure he was just gonna pull through, he's gonna get a, a kidney transplant in no time, and um, and that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. He he's he doesn't sound optimistic anymore. He's planning his death to be honest he's he's making arrangements and it is smart to make arrangements like that's but he's um i promised i wouldn't press the issue with him because that's that's not he's a, he's a grown man it's not that's not my my place to push but as a mother i know that if my child was dying and someone knew and they didn't tell me I I mean I'd be very hurt by the death but I'd also be very hurt by not having compassion for my suffering like you know just one day I find out hey yeah my son passed away a long time ago and you know as a mother I'd want someone to tell me I would hope that he would tell his parents but it doesn't seem like he's doing that and I'm not uh, especially close with his parents anymore because we had a falling out and they they were trying to interfere with my uh, my parenting 
and there, that was just a boundary that uh, you don't cross. But uh, I still feel for them as people. And I do feel grateful for some of the things that they've done for me and my son. Um, so I kind of feel obligated, but it's not my medical condition. It's not, it's not my right to share that, but I do feel some moral obligation. Like, I know if they tried to reach out to, to my ex-husband, my ex-husband, I think he's got them blocked. Um, so what they'd probably do is they'd show up at his door and that would be really bad. The other thing I could do is, you know, say, hey, you know, I'm not at liberty to discuss this with you. But you really need to start praying for your son. But then then they're going to know something's wrong. And I don't know, is having the heads up that something is wrong? And then just stewing and wondering about what it is. Is that better than just being unaware until, until whenever you find out? I mean... I don't have an answer for this and <sighs> I, if I wasn't still concerned with their interest and in interfering with my relationship with my son like they, they tried to, they tried to alienate my son from me, which is, you know, that's where I, like, I'm ready to throw, throw hands, you know? And, and my son could see it. And he, I don't think he understand the gravity or, I don't think he understood the gravity of it at the time, but he, he could see that it wasn't okay. And it's, it's kind of like this great big tug of war. And, and my son is caught in the middle and I'm just trying to keep him grounded because, you know, he's... It's got some, well, I mean, it's all a big cluster, but I just, I don't feel like there's any way to win here. And, and I know sometimes it's just like that. That's just how it be, so to speak. But this just, 
it feels wrong. He's like, you know, it feels like no matter what I do, I will have to betray one of them. And, and not that any of them, you know, I'm not, I, the only one to whom I am loyal is my son, but like, I still feel for them. <laughs> like most times I kind of want to scream at them, but I still feel for them. But you know, at the end of the day, when I lay down, what, what choice do I make where I say I did the right thing? Because there's no clear path for me right now. And, and I know that, that really sounds self-absorbed, but it's, it's more of a, hey, did I do the right thing with the right, you know, with the right intent? Because, you know, a parent outliving their child is one of the most painful things. That's and you know but if they learn that I knew because they would learn eventually you know could they forgive that? You know, I didn't say anything. And if I do say something and it causes my ex-husband to suffer more in his, what could be his final months on earth, I mean, <laughs> that, that would, that would suck. But if they, if they were able to make up and, you know, have that Disney moment, which things never seem to go like Disney moments. Um, you know, that would be great for them. That'd be really good. Especially since it would at least give, it would at least give my ex-husband to find out the opportunity to find out if one of his brothers would be willing to donate a kidney I mean I'll be honest I don't think they would because they've been very angry with him for a long time but like would that change things because both the parents are O blood type, so that means all of the boys are O. So they would be compatible. They'd be, that'd be a very good match. But, you know, I think maybe the reason why my ex-husband doesn't want 
doesn't want to hear from them. He doesn't want them to know. It's because what if they find out and they say, yeah, we're not going to give you a kidney. And I, th- I think he has a narcissistic injury. Like, I think his feelings were hurt really bad when he was a kid. And so he feels like he would be rejected. But, I mean, it's the again, that's not for me to psychoanalyze him, especially since I don't have a degree that would allow me to adequately psychoanalyze anybody. But this is just like rock, hard place, and really pointy, painful rock. Yeah, that's a dumb analogy, I know, but... Uh, there's always rock in a hard place not three points of pain so how are you what are you guys up to how about them election results right you know one thing we can say about this year is it really has not been boring. It has definitely been it has definitely been interesting. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There are so many <laughs> Oh I did you guys see that meme about it's like a couple of aliens and they are looking out this big picture window yeah, and all they see is space, dark, thick, black space and our blue marble planet and one alien walks into the room like, what are you doing? The other alien chilling out on the couch says, shh. I'm watching the 2020 season of Earth. This has definitely been a very interesting season. So I'm going to go and see if I can't just cause myself to freak out until I can get some advice from someone who will make sense to me enough that... I don't feel like no matter what I do, I'm making the wrong choice. I kind of need that. And one thing that I've always done is if I feel guilty about something, and it straight up messes with me. It it does. It just it <laughs> I will have nightmares about doing the wrong thing. And uh, that's why I'm always willing to apologize because that if I screw up, I genuinely bothered by it. But now I'm going off on another tangent where that won't make this show cohe or this episode cohesive. And my friend D said, "Just shut up about talking about other random stuff." So I'm going to take his advice and call it a day. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.